What's poppin'? First round pick just dropped him. No options. I'ma have to start Tyler Lockett. It's nonsense. Bomb squad, no one can stop them. Kelsey Jones Ridley. Everyone's a top 10. Can't put the ball in the end zone, still in Alyssa's friend zone. Uh. This league sucks on the real though. Fabzy the full of red zero. Uh. Told high he a fool for that trade. Zeke sucks this year, bro. He said it is what it is. Still got a huge dick though. Waller a hero caught that deep throw on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm not doing field goals. Stiff arm bitch Henry in the end zone. He good. Combine fear though. Puking myself. Can't drink that beer, bro. Could've died from a heat stroke. JD said, God damn, that's a weak throat. I know. Ice is a Chico. Beat Cinco. Max can compete though. Gotta beat two repeat though. Next year, white stuff to beat though. God damn. Spending money on the waivers like Sam. Yes, ma'am. Keep throwing picks like Cam. Go far throwing picks on the gram. Right full throwing dicks with his man. Now it's time for Ian. Two dicks pick rolls for the fam. I got my draft picks. Isis got touchdowns from every direction. Hasty so stressed he can't get an erection. He's smacking his dick to prepare for the session. Go far, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. Andy Dalton just ain't worth 27. I know you're all sick of taking advice from someone who can't even come in 11th. So listen, here is my message. You're up in Hudson, it's very depressing. I'm at the bar with Highland and Glenn. Me and the Bloodhounds, we share in a section. I cherish your friendship. I'm drinking ultras, not wearing protection. I got a baby, I'm very invested. Fantasy first, I just got an obsession. I just need gambling action. My life is boring without it. Share the meme, no reaction. Send another, no one's laughing. I guess no one's asking. But Ian says one thing funny and everyone's popping a gasket. The fuck is that shit? That meme wasn't even average. Two for round and I'm about to go savage. Kiddo Rogers and Devontae Adams. Last place next year. That ain't happening. More picks, they keep asking. I ain't keeping Bucker, I'ma just draft him. What's popping? First round pick just dropped him. No options. I'ma have to start Tyler Lockett. It's nonsense. Bomb squad, no one can stop them. Kelsey Jones Ridley. Everyone's a top 10. Wow. Boom. I should, probably do, I should probably do something more productive with my time than spend this, this, <laughs> this many hours on this fucking podcast that 11 people listen to. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. Um, Were you trying to emulate a certain rapper or you just go with so, the Sam Berg style? So to be honest, like I used to, and I think everyone here that went to high school, that we went to high school with, like I used to write and like I enjoy it. I haven't done it in a long time, but like it's fucking tough because I basically just took Jack Harlow's entire song and I matched that up syllable for syllable, but like the actual flow of that I rec- I have like 28 different recordings because it's so hard to just like there, there's points where like I switch the flow there and like I can't even get the words out like I've got I've got like different takes yeah and I'm going like that the entire yeah. time um <laughs> yeah. Bali, that's a private school <laughs> um I was so talking to somebody about this the other day before before you like drive us into the episode um their their league is about the same size as our league in terms of like cash payout to the winner. And I think a few years ago he won and he went back and calculated like how many dollars per hour invested. Like basically what was he getting paid by the hour if he got paid for basketball? And it was like three three dollars and fifty cents or something. It's like the amount of time I put into fantasy is a fucking joke. You know, it's funny. So Obviously, in our league, I was I was already out of it. But my other league, I am in the championship. But 
Sick, I was bro. I was making I was making dinner, a little Sunday gravy for for myself <laughs> and the wife, and I'm watching on my phone the Saints game, and I'm playing against Camara. And late in the game, Camara scores that touchdown, and I just like scream and fall to my knees, and she's like, like she, she's like embarrassed. She's like, "What the hell happened?" And I'm like, "Camara just scored a touchdown," and she goes is that a normal reaction? And I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, you just don't get it. <laughs> I can't explain it to you. It's a dick thing. You got to have a dick to understand it. But like, it, it, it just, it really is. Like, it, it's, it's not even about the money. It's like the pride of winning a league. It actually does mean something to, to us. I think that and how long you take taking shits, I think that's the biggest difference between men and women. Like, I take 15 minutes taking a shit all the time. I wait till my toes go numb. She's in and out in, you know, 35 seconds. It's not, a, it's not an event. Um, but anyway, we, we are back. It is the final week of the podcast. Go on mute, whoever that is. God damn it. Um, we're here today. The regular crew, myself, Mr. Hasty, our producer, the esteemed Andres Jose Ventura. Um, and then we've got... The two teams that are going to be facing off in the championship, we're going to be interviewing them today. We've got the Bomb Squad, also known as ISIS, and we've got the Yonli Bangs, the Kamish, who are here today. It looks like the fucking Brady Bunch on our Zooms right now. It does. <laughs> it does. I'm excited about this. I mean, it's been, a, it's been a long road. I think one team is here, and it was fully expected. The other one just sort of kept hanging around performing very adequately every week and he finds himself in an, in a position now where you know he could go back to back which is obviously a possibility it's a toss-up we saw this week in the nfl you can be a 14 point underdog and you can win outright so that's what he's looking to do today before we begin i must start with keenan allen and <laughs> here's what i got to say about this he's obviously killed it this year. Like he's been phenomenal. He's helped a lot of teams make it to championships. And he came into this week and he was hurt. He had a hamstring injury. It was well known. And a lot of people were wavering whether to start him or sit him because if he played, like the question was, was he going to be limited? And the reports were he was going to be limited before the game. Keenan Allen into a camera said, don't sit me a message to every fantasy owner. Do not sit me because I am about to go off this game. And my man played on 25% of snaps, caught one pass, and didn't do anything. He was hobbled. Should he be arrested for that is my question. Like, does he have – Should he be? can he be sued by fantasy football owners everywhere for essentially – ruining some people's leagues and ruining some that's people's a, chances at making to the championship? That's I, a ridiculous I, question. Is it? Is it? Fish, Fish let's talk about your, or, or maybe this is an Ian question. Um, I'll, I'll pose this to the, to the squad. Um, tell us, tell us, walk us through why you started Keenan Allen, please. Ian, you want me to take this, big horse? Face of the they franchise? Didn't, they didn't start Keenan Allen. We didn't so, start Keenan Allen. So the reason why we didn't start Keenan Allen is because we had a significant because Highland's team is horrible. And with <laughs> a 30-point spread 
by the way, this is going into Thursday night. Uh, we thought that if Keenan Allen played and went off and scored 20 points, like he has numerous times a season, then that would be max, you know, 10 points better than like his replacement, which would, which was TY. And I was willing to live with that versus playing Keenan Allen and him getting hurt and giving us nothing. Um, now Keenan Allen scored two. Uh, so, you know, and Berg and I were texting throughout the day on Thursday. So that was a good call. We didn't envision Derek Carr getting hurt the first drive. So uh, it all evens out, but I would say that if you were behind projected by Yahoo's uh, projections um, and Keenan Allen was like a make or break, I probably would have started him because the risk reward was too high, but it all depends on your bench. If you don't have a suitable replacement, then, um, then, I, then, you know, it, it's not, it's not a question. And I guess Berg, you know, believed what, what Keenan Allen said, you never believe the players, right? Max, I mean, you're lucky you were on a bye last week, right? Josh Jacobs said he wasn't starting all week and then last minute he's like fuck you guys and started right so if you if you didn't have that buy i'm sure that would have been fucking horrible for you yeah i still would have beat high on that <laughs> so, Ian, so anything to add Ian? no what is there to add that was the story you want me to repeat it <laughs> <laughs> i heard your pussy that was a long story so, so let's let's go to that game, which wound up not being close. You guys covered a twenty-seven and a half point spread with relative ease. You guys got two points from your quarterback and zero from our defense, and still put up one fifty, which is just bonkers. But when Derek Carr goes down in that Thursday night game early, is there a pan- do you hit the panic button? Are you starting to think the curse of first place is real? This is a I, real I was, thing. I was definitely freaking out a bit because we went back and forth about starting Carr versus um, versus uh, Cousins because the last time we started Carr, he gave us like one one and a half points, and Cousins has been pretty consistent over the past six weeks. But we decided that. With Carr's matchup, we were going to let it ride, and he had a good week last week. And then some go out. It was still pretty close um, at that point with projections. So I was definitely a little bit nervous that, like, if Highlands guys went off, it would be super tight. But then our team just fucking went bonkers. So here we are. Is, is Highlands team – and I think we actually have to take the point total out of it. Is this the worst team that's ever started in a fantasy fantasy playoff game for the Angels? No, because yeah. Gold no no because Goldfarb Goldfarb played the week before. Played the week before. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But that's I actually think that's not the point, right? Kyler Murray put up 40, which was like, okay, great. Robbie Anderson is a quality player. He put up three points. Mark Cooper put up 1.3 points. Like those are his best best three players he started lynn bowden jr i mean like who the fuck is lynn bowden jr and i know i know that i know that like tony pollard had a day i don't know if you i mean tony pollard had a real good day but a lot of it also came on a garbage time touchdown right like 
Yeah, so 40 like, yard, 40 yard scamper. Yeah. So like even even with that, it's not like Tony Pollard was like a lock in. I mean, going into this week, you're sitting there saying, Oh shit. You know, and you didn't even know Zeke wasn't gonna start. But even if he did, I mean, I don't know. It was a terrible situation, I thought. It's gotta be I one of the worst. I think Tony Pollard in that game probably scored collectively as much as Zeke scored since the trade was made. I'd have to go back and actually look at the statistics there, but I'm pretty sure that it's, it's, it's relatively close. He put up what 30 points here. I'll check. I'll check for you right now. So, so Tony Pollard put up 29.9.2 points, 29.2. And when was the trade? The trade was made a while ago though. So no, cause Zeke had a 20 point game on week in week 11 against Minnesota. So that's got not it. The case. Okay. Um, but the fact that it's even a conversation is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was an awful trade because it didn't get, I mean, but again, I, I forgot who was saying this. Like maybe I think it was either AJ or it was Max, but Highland didn't make the trade to win the league. Like that was a part of the consideration. It was more about not coming in last place to do the last place punishment, which I guess means that it's a great last place punishment. If people are doing everything they can not to, to have it, to have to do it. Um, but ultimately, like, it's just it's just a huge mistake. And I'm not saying that I'm going to capitalize on having two first-round picks, but I'm definitely in a better position than he is. You know, the worst I'm part gonna... about that trade, in my opinion, the worst part about that trade and the most underrated part was that you gave him back a seventh-rounder. Like, not like not even, like, a third-rounder. Like, like, Sam, I think I asked you this, like, the day that it went down, and I said – what if Highland, what if like you offered a seven and he was like, no, I want a four back. You said I, yeah, I would have taken it. No question. Yeah. Um, it just shows you like, oh man, class of those seven guys. I mean, we'd be remiss yes. not to talk about it on the last, on the last podcast. I'm going to defend Highland. Holy shit. I'm going to defend okay. Highland. Don't, don't I'm taking that out. Just, just give me, bear with me. <laughs> so Highland, I'm looking at his draft. So Highland drafted Saquon Barkley, right? Bad luck, right? We were in that position last year, and we had Saquon horrible, right? What are you going to do? He's the best running back, but perennially injured. Then he drafts Amari Cooper with his second-round pick, which was probably a decent pick if Dak didn't get hurt for the rest of the season, right? It's a great pick, actually. Third round, Todd Gurley, definitely way too high, but in our Terrible keeper pick. league – Right, everyone's keeping running backs. Like there isn't that many running backs in the third round left. Still a right? terrible pick. I agree, but you know, <laughs> I could see it breaking right if the Falcons were, you know, who we thought they'd be, which was a high flying offense, like they were in, in twenty. Uh, Let, was let's pause. Let's pause there because Todd Gurley is is terrible. terrible. Todd Gurley through like week six had the second most touchdowns in the NFL. He was leading. Yeah, he was. He was like like twentieth in yards. But he was first in uh, touchdown score. Yeah, I agree. And then Wolf Fuller, DJ Moore, Evan Ingram, Antonio Gibson. He drafted. That was good. Kyler Murray's a keeper. I mean, do you have like, a point? Do you have a point here? My point is. Yeah, what's the point? He, yeah, he started. The only person he started in his first three rounds was Amari Cooper, who got fucked over because of Dak's injury, and he turned that really shitty luck, like dusty type luck and turn it into a playoff berth. Now, I wouldn't have made the trades he did. I wouldn't have doubled down on the Cowboys offense. But he did turn shit into less stinking shit. And for that, I will give Highland a little bit of props. 
But and that's fair. But I think it's less like so. Uh, I I co-sign the fact that Highland deserves some props for losing his first round pick and still making it to the playoffs, which is basically what I think you're saying, right? Like totally. I think that the the other side of it though is giving up the first rounder is not so much about whether you can survive without it. It's about how much you hurt everybody else by creating a super team, right? Like it's, it's less about, I mean, your team is had two position players put up two points combined this week. And you put up 150 points because you had two first round picks. Like it's a huge value. And I know you consider and say one of them gets hurt, but imagine a Saquon and a Derrick Henry, like the chances of losing two of those guys is so small that you create super teams. But, and this, and I don't know if this was Highland's consideration, at least it was from my perspective. Like I was like, the only reason you're creating a first round pick is because you think you are going to win a championship. Fuck the rest of the league. If you think you can win a championship by making a trade like that, you do it. At least that's my perspective. You do it a hundred times out of a hundred times because you're not going to be in a position every year where you have an opportunity to win this league. The mistake he made was he just overvalued his team compared to the rest of the league. Because this year, especially, unless you were really close, you're not taking down ISIS. You're not taking down Bomb Squad. His team wasn't even one of the top five teams, probably, if you just look at rosters, right? Like, he just wasn't there. The year before, AJ was. Like, he was there. He got unlucky and he didn't, he didn't win at all, but I still think trading first round picks has a place in the league. I think just people are going to be a lot more cautious after the last two years. That's my thought. I just think you got to put some protections on those first round picks, you know, like if you don't finish in the top four, then it turns into a second round pick or something, right? Well, you can get creative. It's going to make Max's head spin as the commissioner, but Uh that's, that's actually but then, good... but then that brings the fundamental question. No. Do you make the That's league ridiculous. new card proof or do you just not allow those people in the league? No, no, it, it adds chaos and chaos is good. There will be a time, AC, when, when, when you're going to, your finger's going to be on the button and you're going to be like, fuck it. I'm going to go all in. Right. Yeah, I, gotta, I don't think, I don't think I'm gonna I got to get back price. to the States <laughs> money. Like, fuck it. AJ. Yeah, but, but then, <laughs> and maybe then you get an email like Casey sent last year for Robert Woods and James White. <laughs> But the thing is, he traded his first round for Zeke. Yeah. Zeke. What is yeah, Zeke? I, like a, a, a sixth-round pick if you were to redraft? Seventh? No. No, no, no. He'd still be a second-round pick. Yeah. In a well, vacuum. No, no. I'm saying still take Zeke. the stats from this season and then redraft in order of points scored. He's, he's, he would not. He's, no fucking way. I'm, I'm looking it up. Well, Let me look at either game. way. Right, but name value alone. We we Correct. did say we'd be a little bit more efficient this this, you got a this big show. Dick, yeah, this this show must go on. Let's uh so, let's move on from Highland. The show must go on. Highland ain't Highland ain't in the playoffs anymore, baby. Let's okay. go. So so look at least like squad has bolt for race. the third place game. Bomb bomb squad <laughs> bomb squad boat race Highland signed seal delivered. Thank goodness Kyler put up forty, so it was some kind of game. Max, I'm more interested in talking about your game. Walk me through the ride that was your Thursday to Monday night or I guess Sunday night, right? Your game was over. So yeah. Yeah. So Thursday, Thursday, I was feeling really good. Um, like I, you know, I, I couldn't ask for a better start. Um, I had Waller and Jacobs going and, uh, Waller's unbelievable. Like I, 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 
you know, he was a little shaky for most of the year. Um, you know, there were weeks when he, or, you know, the Raiders are a weird team. Um, when they have leads, they pretty much just ran it with Jacobs and then they didn't, they would just go to Waller. So whenever they had a lead, like he, he was pretty feast or famine. Um, so I got 29 out of him and then Jacobs, I got 19 out of, um, so I was pretty bad. I could have got more out of Jacobs. I think they had the ball within the five yard line, like four or five separate times and couldn't score. Um, so I was feeling really good. Um, and then Saturday I had DJ Moore, who I was so close to not starting. Um, I almost played Richard Higgins. Moore was coming off of COVID and um, he also like hurt his ankle a few weeks ago and, and Green Bay has a really good pass defense. So I was like all in my head about that, but then, I was just like, you know what? I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose I'm not gonna lose my season um, and, and and play because I play Richard Higgins. It's just not how it's gonna go. <laughs> so I played more. Um, he went off for 18, so I was feeling really good. Um, and I don't think he had did, did, did he have any guys going on Saturday? I'm trying to see here. Um, I think he only had. Oh Hunter well, he had Hunter, he he had Hunter Henry, and that also that that wasn't great for me. But Waller doubled his score, so I felt. And it was the early touchdown. Like, um, I remember I was watching that game. Henry, I think, was yeah. the first touchdown of the game. And yep. when that happened, well, Henry was the first Henry touchdown. Taylor, you had to sit there and say, "Shit, like this is probably not going to be a great day." But then totally, Mariota dude. Yeah, I mean, my, the, the way I looked at it after that, the way I looked at it going into Sunday was. Pretty much like if, if Derrick Henry, this is a crazy statement, but it's literally how I was thinking about it. If Derrick Henry didn't score 40 points, I think I had a very good chance to win. That's literally the way I looked at it. I'm not kidding. The I whole, felt the like, same all, way the week before. Like I, when, when Derrick Henry like scored 40, I was fine with it. It was Jonathan Taylor that made me lose my fucking mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Taylor scored, like I remember like just like refreshing the score on Sunday. I think Taylor had like, Taylor had like 60 yards in the first like three minutes. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, these two guys are going to fucking bend me over and fuck me. You're and, um, right now. yeah, dude, I mean, this is what you go through playing against those guys. Like it really, it really is. It's a wild ride. And, uh, Henry, like the Titans game was weird. The Titans game, they had the ball, they had the ball inside the three, like a few times and they ran the bootleg and Tannehill like ran it in for like two two like pretty I think two like one yard touchdowns because like obviously they stack the box and are waiting for Henry so um I got like super lucky there that he didn't start Tannehill he started golf against the Jets um so like that was huge and uh I I I still can't believe what happened to the Jets that was insane but um had he had Glenn started Tannehill I would have beat him by 0.24 so that you know was, I guess that, that was a that was a bad start. On, it was bad on their on their part. Not totally. to say it that, really was. Like, I, know, say, I know I know the Jets look, are that bad, but in a right, but in a vacuum, you see your quarterbacks playing against the Jets. You're like, okay, Goff hasn't been great all year, but everyone's really good against the Jets. The Lions are worse than the Jets, definitively. Yeah. Trubisky yeah. just lit up the lit up the line. They are terrible. And Tannehill has been like the Titans fucking score. Like yeah. they score. And Tannehill's been really good this year. Like what's what's Tannehill's ranking? Tannehill lit up the Browns two weeks ago. I mean remember he he put up like 35 points against the Browns two weeks ago. Right? Let me yeah. let me actually see poor, exactly poor what Tannehill is the number eight ranked player in fantasy. 
there's only seven players that have more points than yeah, dude. throughout the entire year. And 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 you look at you look at what that Jet game was supposed to be, and that Jet game was supposed to be right. You figure the Rams are are probably going to score one defensive touchdown. Like that that's obviously what happened was a complete anomaly, and the Jets caught them off guard um, and and ruined my life. But but um, you know, like you look at that game, and and that game was never going to be like the Jared Goff like coming out week where he puts up. 400 yards and five touchdowns it's not going to get to that point right like they're going to have a defensive touchdown they're going to run the ball down the Jets throat like he'll probably have a touchdown or two but it wasn't going to be that kind of game and that's what I you know and and that was like the puzzling thing about it and I think you look at the Detroit game and Detroit's got a really good offense their defense is terrible I mean that's a shootout right and that game has I think that game had the most points in uh most points in the NFL last week so I'm happy about it and I think, like, if you look at the moves and the starts that the Genius team made, I don't know if there was anyone on the bench besides Tannehill that I would have – I mean, again, if he started Tannehill and Deontay Johnson over Kareem, yeah, like, if he did true. what he did last week, you lost. But that's why you play the game. I mean, it's it, – that, that Or if, was or actually, if you're playing Antonio Brown. Yeah, but Antonio play Brown was kind of a shot in the dark, right? Like, I think exactly. you can – yeah, like you, you're. It's it's very reasonable to start Deontay over Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's utilization has gone way down. I mean, last week he had a great game against the Ravens in the highest point total I think in the NFL this year, right? And he scored two touchdowns. Like he was still he still he had, he, had, he had 33 yards rushing. Like he broke. I think he broke a receiving touchdown, but it wasn't like he he had all these touches. Yeah. Like he did he, he did yeah. great with what he had, but I think he only had like 10 touches on the day. So. And ultimately, Deontay is their number one. Like he's definitely dropped passes, and he's not in he's not in Tomlin's good graces. He is the number one on that team, and they pass the ball because their rushing offense is just so abysmal. Like you know, he's going to get targets. I'm sure you guys heard. I was also story. I was also surprised about he picked up. I tried to pick up Dallas defense, and I would have started them if I if I was able to get them. Um, against San Francisco, like Nick Mullins is just not doing it. And Dallas looked really good. I forget who they played. I think they played Cincinnati a couple weeks ago and just destroyed them. And I think Dallas was playing better. This is a big game for them. I would have started Dallas defense over Tampa. I, I was shocked that he didn't. Um, Wait, but Dallas was, defense? That was just another one. That was None against these... the Bengals, right? The week before? Dallas defense! The week before against the Bengals. They put up like 30 points, though. You know what, Berg? Fuck you. Also, I'll say, like, <laughs> the, the thing is, like I'm actually so grateful for last night because my team had a good week this week for those of you that, you know, were paying attention, not that anybody <laughs> should be, but here's the thing. If my team outscored Max's team, I would, I would be really pissed today, right? Like I would be, in, I would be really frustrated um, given the fact that like uh, I was a Dallas defense start away from, from being in the game, right? Um, <laughs> but man, like, thank goodness that Claypool shit the bed and the Pittsburgh defense looked awful because now I can sleep easy. You know, rest easy knowing that would be a difference. Sometimes that's what it's about. Um, all right. So let's talk about this week. I will start with the defending champ. There's, we actually have all the champions of the league sitting all together, and then we've got. Some people that haven't won yet. And hasty. Correct. Um, and hasty. 
Wait, so Mac, you won twice. Berg and AJ won once. No, it's no, I've only won once. That was the third year. He's going for a repeat. Three chances. He's going for a repeat now. What are your thoughts going into this week? Um, I'm feeling good about, I think, I think this is potentially Mahomes' breakout week. I know he's had some really tough matchups the last few days, uh, last few weeks. Um, you know, Miami, he was, Wait, he was really on. brutal. Was... <laughs> what? Did say Mahomes' his, breakout? His breakout? He's the number one fantasy player. No. So, what? so, sorry. <laughs> breakout was probably, breakout was probably the wrong word. Um, you know, he hasn't put up over – he's only put up 30 or more once in the last six weeks. So, oh, poor you. <laughs> you know. My God, listen, Ian's listen, about to break out my, the Vaseline. My, my, Ian, Ian hasn't scored 30 fine. points all year. <laughs> I have high expectations for my guys. That's why you guys are, are sweating over here. Right, like, you know. So, I, I think I'm feeling good about Mahomes against Atlanta at home. I think that he's going to go – I think he. I think he's going to go fucking bonkers. He could be looking at a 50-point game. He might um, break out, honestly. He might break out. <laughs> he might. He might break out. Um, Fifty pointer. No, listen. It, it's what I need to win. I think. Yeah, I think. I think the way I win this week is Mahomes has has an insane game, um, and all my guys kind of stay consistent. Uh, Robert Woods has a good matchup. I'm liking that. I'm liking the way J.K. Dobbins has been playing. Um, Kenyon Drake will not be playing for me. I'm thrilled about that. I'm like, I, I can't even tell you guys um, how happy I am that he's not in my championship lineup. Um, and yeah, I'm surprised. I, I'm, ready to I'm go. surprised. I'm, I'm surprised that you don't have Bernard in your starting lineup over over um, yeah. Carson. Over Do- over who? Carson or Dobbins? Yeah, I was gonna ask Max. Are there um, any, are there any tough decisions? Like, is there anything that right now you're still sort of on the fence about? Maybe Rager. That, that is actually those? one. I, that is actually one I have been thinking of. No, I'm not playing Rager. Um, yeah, I think I think Geo at Houston. Houston's Houston's run defense is, is atrocious. Um, so I think that's probably the one I'm thinking of. Dobbins or Geo. Um, that's probably it, though. I mean, I guess um, you know defensively, I'm going with Carolina um, at Washington. Carolina looked really good, I thought, against Green Bay last week. I think you got to start so, Geo alone. Have you guys seen his his porno mustache? Unbelievable! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like you start him with that picture and, and you win. That's I mean I'm. I'm scared if you start him looking at that photo. Yeah, no, I might, I might, I might have to because of that. So um, yeah, my, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Berg. I, I was gonna say, like, I think one of the things that's great in this matchup for you is that all year there's never there has bomb squad has not had anyone as an answer to their tight end spot. You have an equalizer there which I think is something that's important. Like the fact that those two can potentially cancel each other out and you don't have to worry as much, um, I think is really valuable for your team. And look, I came in 12. My team is fucking garbage, but ultimately you're the underdog here. So I think this is a situation where even though Carson is 100% a safer play than Bernard, the question really becomes like, you have to take, you have to do high risk, high rewards. Like who has the higher ceiling between those two? Um, because you're going to need all high ceilings to, to beat the bomb squad. Um, yeah, no, listen, I, I get that. Um, I get that. And, you know, I think that's, I think that's probably, it's probably more of a choice at the flex spot. I'm not, you know, I, I mortgaged a lot, um, to get Carson this year. And, uh, Christian knows I have a special attachment to Chris Carson from, 
from back in the day. Um, yep. So I, uh, yeah, I, I was Chris Carson. I was, I drafted him, uh, whenever his rookie year was, I was in Atlantic city blackout drunk watching a preseason Seattle game. And, uh, I saw this dude in the fourth quarter run. He literally was the best running back I've ever seen. Just running over people, running by people. And I told, I told Christian like the next day, I was like, dude, you, you got to draft this guy, Chris Carson. He's like, literally, dude, I do not see this guy anywhere on any fantasy sheets. Like, you, you, he's not even in the search bar, in like the Yahoo search bar. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, dude. You got to fucking draft this guy. He's amazing. Um, so anyway, I have some emotional attachment to him. I, I got to tell you, Berg, I, I'm starting Carson. So um, I know the upside. I get that. But I'm not going to get silly here. So, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna need like, in order to, in, in order to win this week. I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a miracle, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. I, these guys, the guys I'm playing against this week are are I'm not you know I don't have a bad thing to say about them. They uh, they've run a good good team this year, and oh man. Here is the only thing I want because I actually I I am gonna be paying attention. I think everyone's gonna be paying attention to this game because we just haven't had a team as dominant as ISIS is in this league at any point. So everyone kind of wants to see them go down. Like to be like, it's not, it's not anything negative against you two. I am like, fighting terrorism, dude. That's it for the safety of the league. I'm fighting terrorism. What would be amazing is you're up 13 points going into Sunday night when they have Aaron Jones going, that would be epic. So that's what I'm hoping for. I think yeah. there's a real possibility though, where they might even, they might be benching Aaron Jones, which would be such a fuck you move. If you guys do that, if you're up by enough and you <laughs> bench Aaron Jones, but we'll see what happens now. On to well, it's guys. gotta be at least five points yeah. for us to do that. Cause the, you never know what those stat corrections. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, you know, I'm curious, yeah. Ian, I want to get your take here. Uh, is there a particular situation, a particular, particular player on Max's side that scares you at all? Yeah, I mean, Darren Waller for sure. I think he – no, he's gone off. Like, what do you have? Two weeks ago you had, like, 40 points or something, right? The dude's an absolute points. beast. Yeah. So, he's got 70 points over his last two weeks, which yeah. is insane from the tight end position. He's just a freak. I mean, I watched some of the game. I think he's an absolute specimen. So he goes off again. Bad news for the bomb squad. He's the scariest guy, I think, in terms of like potential upside. Okay. Is there any is there any start your the way that you guys are currently set up? Let me look at what you guys are starting right now. Um holy shit, you're projected for 140 points. <laughs> Stupid. Um <laughs> Is there anyone that you're thinking about sitting? Is Keenan Allen a red flag for you? Is Cole Ble- is Cole Beasley going to find his way into the starting ro- into the starting lineup? I'm not sure about that. I think honestly, I'm still. I don't know if I'm sold at the QB position right now. I, I kind of have a soft spot for Cousins. I think he's been super consistent. I know Brees had a good week last week, but uh, I think Christian and I will probably talk that one through. If, we'll if talk Allen's down. Yeah, if Allen's right. like, if he's not on a, uh, what's it called, snap restriction, then I think you got to ride him out. I mean, he's had an what if, unreal season. What I, if Diggs isn't playing? I don't know. 
Uh, what if? Cole Beasley would start over T.Y. Hilton. So in the event that Keenan Allen or someone else gets injured, um, we have that replacement. Um, our The two flex positions that we've been using all season, for the most part, have been Ronald Jones and Keenan Allen. Ronald Jones had COVID last week, and he broke his pinky. Um, but, you know, a couple weeks you know, you're in a splint, you're, you're past COVID protocol. Like I could see a scenario where uh, Ronald Jones would get some snaps um, and perhaps make our lineup against an atrocious Detroit defense. Um, I agree with Ian. Uh, I just threw Breeze in there just because we dropped Carr. We're fucking done with Carr, Ian. No mas. We started him twice all season. <laughs> We've only started him twice and each time he scored two points. Um, so he's done. Um, so it, it might be Cousins. It might be Breeze. We'll see. It's our, it, I mean, they're playing against each other on Friday, so uh, we'll have to make that decision pretty quick. Um, but, uh, but yeah, other than that, right, we talked about this last time I was on the pod. Max brought it up, right? You got to ride your horses. Um, this is the final stretch, and I don't think we could live with ourselves if we tried to, you know, play the weather channel and, and you know, get uh, screwed over um, making a bad start. Um I'm really happy that we have Chicago going against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's now in the pole position to get Trevor Lawrence, which is fucking amazing for all non-Jets fans. Um, and I think Jacksonville's going to put up like 10 points. And we got nothing from our defense last week. Ian has been fucking riding the Chicago Bears defense all season because of his time in, uh, in Chicago. And I think this is the time where, you know, th- those, th- those decisions, you know, that we talk about, you know, in, in, in July and August really come to fruition. So um, I'm excited. I agree. I think Waller could throw up 40, but honestly, if we get points from our quarterback and our defense, which I think we will this week, feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. Plus I don't like the fact if I was max, what would scare me is my two best guys are arguably Jacobs and Waller and they're going against a Miami defense. That's frisky. That defense is good. And that really guy who's coaching him is fucking good too. And that would scare me a little bit. By the way, speak. this just reminded me of something, and I want to get everyone's thoughts here. I have a prediction for next season, which is – I mean, again, it's, it's, just, it's just me thinking about things. And this comes from the last game in New England, which was just the Patriots just showing that they don't have anything. Cam is not the answer. And they don't have anything at the quarterback position. They're not going to be able to draft one, which is a sure thing. Belichick's wife and daughters love L.A. The Chargers are going to be firing their head coach. The Chargers have a sure thing quarterback. McDaniels stayed in New England to be an assistant coach because he knew he was going to be getting the keys to the castle at some point. I have this feeling that Belichick is going to wind up as the head coach of the Chargers next year. You heard it here that first. Sick. Heard it here first. Holy shit. That would be I, sick. Like, I, I feel like that's a real-world possibility. Wow. And during his interview, he's going to say, hey, remember when your team was, like, competitive in every, in every game and my shitty fucking unit came in and dropped 45 points on you guys? And you guys have this quarterback that you're wasting. 
Look what I did with Tom Brady. Look what I made him. I think if, so, you, if you swap Lynn with Belichick, I think the Chargers are a second seed in the AFC right now. I'm not joking. We'll see they what have happens. So much fucking talent on that defensive side of the ball in in Los Angeles with Bosa, Hayward, and all those guys. Like, and I think Belichick takes his son to LA to be an assistant coach, and then eventually when he retires, he gives it to his son to take over the the Chargers. I'm so <laughs> grateful that I'm I'm late for dinner to listen to your fucking conspiracy theories about the coaching carousel. <laughs> If that happens, if that happens, I want credit. That's You're all. not getting out of the combine, but we'll give you credit. Yeah, yeah. Too. I'm, cu- I'm curious. I'm curious to hear from. I'm curious to hear from uh, AJ Berg and Hasty. Who are you guys rooting for this week? Are, are you rooting for? Are you rooting for me? Your your uh, the underdog commish, the you know the one you know the one who does who does everything for this league, or, or are you or are you rooting for these two these two jabronis? Are you rooting for who, the guy who's getting who ripped off right who who ripped off <laughs> ripped off Andres Jose last year, and uh, are now you know trying to trying to ruin this league by by just running amok. Yeah, I, I'm so, rooting for a deadlock tie. <laughs> I, I mean, like you know what though. This isn't as cut as dry as under like Max. I don't, I don't think underdog is the right way to describe you because you won last year and you've been in the playoffs every year. Like you are the Patriots and I fucking hate the Patriots, right? This is, this reminds me of the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl, And I think fish and Goldberg are the, are the Seahawks. And I think fish might Pete Carroll. No, we're going to run it in. We will, we will see, right? Like we're going to, we're going to run it in. That was great, Hasty. That was great. That's that's my that's my. Hasty, who who did you bet on in that Super Bowl? Um, I bet I've bet against the Patriots. I think in all six Super Bowls they've won. So and that's why he's a poor. That's that's why he had to move to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) No one ever got rich betting against Bill Belichick. Um, so you're who are you rooting for? Um, I, I think I'm rooting for the bomb squad. If I if I can be really candid, because I I don't I don't Shocker, like that was coming, dude. I I I, I don't feel like it pains me. It pains me. I don't I don't like I don't like uh, dynasties, and I got a special <clears throat> special place in my heart for Bills fans. So fish, you choked up. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, <laughs> a little bit. I, I have an almond. <laughs> Go Bills! Go Bills! Um, I'm gonna be changing my. Uh, you're so Canadian. I think Berg's rooting for ISIS too. I'm I'm actually more Switzerland. Like I I don't care. I the only the only thing I really want is I I need that action. I need that action. I need Yanni Bangs to be up by a double digit margin heading into that Sunday night game, so that the air like I I just want I want the storyline. Like I want someone to get crushed. Like I want Sunday night to hurt. I want someone to go to sleep and just be like just in pain because Aaron Jones either didn't get a yard, fumbled, got into the end zone on something ridiculous. Like that's what I'm hoping for. You're a sick I want, that. I want chaos. Let's um, is it is it, is it just analogy to, burn. Yeah. It sounds like you watch a lot of uh porn with like intense forty minute storylines <laughs> before the action happens. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The no, we don't know. I don't know what, and we don't need to know what. I think right, the done. girls yeah. never came. Don't tell me what. <laughs> uh, should we make some bets, Berg? We got, we got the whole, 
the whole town yeah. square here. I think we should make so, our bets. What what's your lines? Or what's well, your line? First, first, let me give myself some credit for going against everything I thought last week and going five and one. Did you shout out to me? Last week? I went I went five and one. Which what's, means the, you what's, went what's the record one between and, you two? I didn't I didn't add a that lot up. But a I, little. Hasty was seventeen and five. I'm fucked. Hasty was seventeen and five. He went one and five last week, so that's gonna whoa, put whoa, him. Whoa, Hasty, whoa. Hasty, do that quick math for me. What does that make you? Forty-seven so, and two. So last last week, <laughs> wait, I had I had Glenn in the over. This one hit over, didn't it? Didn't Glenn? That's the only. Over? Yeah, that's the only game you got right. I had yeah. Well, I, sorry, because I was wrong with Glenn, and then I had Bomb Squad and under, and this game hit the over. Wait, no, I had Bomb Squad to cover. I absolutely Did had you? Bomb Squad to cover. You fuck. So you're two and four. Okay, so you went so you went two and four. I went five and one. Well, no. So that means Did I you are you're you're nineteen and Did you I went have... nineteen and eight. You're nineteen okay. and eight. I okay. was, I believe, seven and thirteen going into it. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. So I went twelve and um twelve and fourteen, which is respectable, but I would have lost all is my it? money. Okay. Yeah. Berg, you were right. eight and fourteen going into last week. Okay, so then I am hasty. 14, quick math here. 15. Twenty-seven and now, boom. So how you doing? Real um, quick, is is Danny Z? He he's last in the consolidation. Yes, he, he is. What is the caddy? Yeah, Danny Z will be he's caddy. caddy. Got it. What was that? Uh, what, be... what was that? Uh, caddy movie, The Legend of Bagger Vance. You Danny? know what would be awesome? I know you don't golf, but if you do. You guys could go together and maybe fuck the cart girl. <laughs> what what does Hasty call that? A pig roast? <laughs> the pig roast, bro. Or is that a boat no? That's race? a that's a boat race. That's a boat that's race. A boat race. Oh god! <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm still getting uh, used to the rough. <laughs> it's a boat race. <laughs> double um, bogey. Right. So here's <laughs> double bow, dude. Here's With some stogies. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, ask you could, Danny Z you to light build, that cigar, dude. Get the stogie and Bill Clinton that car crawl. That would be something special. Um, we so should all go golfing together. We'll just have Danny Z caddy. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we should go, we're gonna we should do a golf trip. Like, By the way, go, have you been to the public uh, golf course in Staten Island? Right across which one? The bridge? I don't go to Staten. Which one? La uh, Tourette or South Shore? Silver Lake. South Shore, I think. South Shore is nice. It was really nice, and it was like twenty bucks. La Tourette is La Tourette is actually even nicer, but then you have to go to Staten Island. Um, Diker is like I think the most central place, or we could go to Hasty's Club if some members of the league would be allowed there. Which club yeah, is Diker? Like, Why don't we do the draft there like, too? Take a weekend. Like I think we should go somewhere. I'm like, I'm with like that. South I agree. Carolina or something like that I'm, would be. Dude, sick. I'm, I'm, I totally I'm agree. Totally take a weekend, and I bet you we could get Glenn. Uh, you know, down for a weekend or just a little. Bit yeah, I, I would love to do that. I think that's a great idea. We should we should definitely organize that. Yeah. Um, well, I heard Hudson has some space. Go to Hudson. <laughs> I bet you there's good golf out in Hudson. I don't know, man. No, I don't know. Anyway, hey, All let's right. get to betting. So, okay. The the line is what did you say? Seventeen? Oh no, seven, seven and a half. Nope, not what I said. Eight and a half. Um, eight and a half. The line is eight and a half. Okay. Bomb Squad obviously is the favorite here. Yep. And the over-under, mm-hmm. it's a big one. I'm putting it at 262 and a half. Mm. Okay, bomb squad and under. Heard it here first. 2-0. Oh. Drop the mic. 
I'm going to eat dinner. I am going. Yeah, but what about that third place game? No one cares. Um, <laughs> Wait, what is the third place game? I'm curious. Literally, no one cares. Glen Highland. Oh, it, oh it's Highland and Glen. Wait, let's set yeah. a line on this though, because I want to bet you some more. <laughs> okay. Well, but, first, like, who, what do you have in the in the in the, the the main event? I'm not picking a spread in this game because I'm picking Max outright, and I'm taking the under. Okay. Max and under. Quite frankly, I think the only way – if this game goes over, that means Bomb Squad is going to score. So my thought is the only – unfortunately, the only way Max wins this is if Bomb Squad underperforms. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Bomb Squad and, and under. Under 260, right. right? You said 260? Yeah, but you're taking the spread. You're not taking them outright, correct? Yes. So what's the money line? What, what's my money line? Plus, plus 180? Well, if you're eight, no, if you're eight and a half, it would be probably something like plus. plus they would be, yeah, they would be minus three hundred, and you would be probably about plus two sixty. Um, so and then want that, Max? And the, I'll give you the those console odds. game. What about the console game, Max? Max oh, I'll give you those actually, odds. No, 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 right no, no. time out. That actually <laughs> should happen. You guys should make a side wager on this game. That's the one. I'm good, dude. Dude, that's unethical. Is it? Tim Donaghy, this shit. Listen, let's go. What are the... <laughs> let's get to the let's get to the to the console game, the main event. Why everybody's tuned in? Um, you make the spread on this fucking meaningless game that for some reason we're we're talking right, about. The spread's gonna be Glenn minus ten and a half. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna oh, and the over under will set at uh two. 24. Well, I think Highland's got 10 and a half in him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a good way to end. All right, everybody. It's been real. See see you next season. See you at the Have a good one, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Good luck, you guys.